0: How you doing, Chief? Well, easy. Wouldn't want our little friend here to wind up on the back of a milk carton, now would we? It is good to finally meet you, man. I had my eye on you for years. I know all about you. Your serum, Whistler, everything.
1: Sunblock.
0: Hey, it's a start, right? The goal, of course, is to be like you. A daywalker. You got the best of both worlds, don't you? All of our strengths, none of our weaknesses.
1: Well, maybe I don't see it that way.
0: Oh, so it's back to pretending we're human again? Come on. Spare me the Uncle Tom routine, okay? You can't keep denying what you are, man. You think the humans will ever accept a half-breed like you? They can't. They're afraid of you. And they should be. You're an animal. You're a fucking maniac. Look at them. They're cattle. Pieces of meat. What difference does it make how their world ends? Plague? War? Famine? Morality doesn't even enter into it. We're just a function of natural selection, man. The new race.
1: Looks like your mascara's running.
0: I'm offering you a truce.
1: I want you with us. What do you think I'm stupid? Redani proto ujano sisnu praga porta. Upa
0: Oh, you're familiar with the blood god.
1: Frost, you're nothing to me but another dead vampire.
0: You're an idiot, you know that. I come down here offering you an easy way out and you spit it right back in my fucking face? Whoa,
1: careful. What do I care? They're nothing but cattle, just like you said.
0: If you want to take the hard road, be my guest, pal. But I promise you, by the time this is over, you're going to wish they never cut you out of your mother's womb.
1: Yeet. And a girl gets (laughs) (laughs) yeeted.
0: Throws girl through kiosk. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room.
1: You can't handle the truth!
0: King Kong
1: ain't got shit on me! I'm so much crazy. I am
0: the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Can I stay with more huh? That's bright. Everybody on good. Great, red, wonderful. Welcome! The Facing Off podcast where we uh compare, contrast, and rate two movies with similar uh factors, uh similar bloodlines, if you will. Ooh. I'm Nick. This is Gabe. I am Gabe. We oh, are yes. um we are joining each other virtually again because the world
1: is a vampire. It is full of vampires. Yep. The world is uh, a vampire. Just like Billy Corgan is... said. Did he say that?
0: Yes, he did, dude. Billy Corgan, Smashing Pumpkins.
1: Yeah, I don't know any Smashing Pumpkins. (laughs) Oh, that's what he's saying, dude. You didn't know that? I don't listen to Smashing Pumpkins. I honestly don't know a single person who knows a single Smashing Pumpkins like song title.
0: Yeah. The World is a Vampire is not the title of that song. Exactly. If you know the title of that song, please email us because we're not going to look it up. This is Facing Off, though, as I said, and our two movies today do involve vampires. They are Blade and Underworld.
1: Yeah. Hey, and uh, quick shout outs. We got so much. We just had our Thanksgiving episode with my mom. We got so many shout outs for this one uh, because we're super thankful for everyone, but mostly... Because if you have Spotify, like if you're Spotify. listening to us on Spotify, Spotify, um, Spotify has a Spotify. year in uh, wrapped up thing that they do where they let you know uh, all the time you wasted with music and podcasts. And a bunch of people um, let me know or let us know uh, that Facing Off is one of their biggest podcasts. Um, so shout out to Maddie Becker and Brian Roundtree and to Alec Goldberg And to Layla and Stephanie Byers, Uh, you guys are all awesome. Also, Ian Schutzman reached out and Joe Vaudre reached out, our old buddies. uh, And they love the podcast. They've been listening to a lot of it. Ian gave a really good suggestion uh, of an episode that is coming up, uh, something that I had been wanting to do for a while And then Garen, fucking one of our biggest fans, Uh, Garen loves these movies so much, so he sent me a bunch of notes, uh, and I will read some of them. But we did get one email that I really wanted to read to you, uh, mostly because it benefits me and doesn't benefit you as much, but my mom's friend- (laughs) <laughs> uh, my mom's friend jeff angus does she know the to, title
0: of the smashing pumpkin song that goes the world is a vampire
1: i wish that i had gotten some email before this knowing you would bring up that song <laughs> and smashing pumpkins that it had to do with it and i just acted like i didn't know what it was for Perfect. that whole first segment uh anyways
0: it <laughs> would have been a good shtick
1: yeah but you didn't but I didn't. But I think that we still handled the shtick part of it right there. Yeah. Um. My mom's <laughs> friend Jeff Angus sent an email, and he said uh, about our last episode with my mom, The Matrix versus Wanted. He said Gabriel is perfect, and Nick wow. almost his equal. It's clean. And-
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: clean and coherent. The audio quality is top notch. Uh. Dr. Octopus cares about stuff like that. I guess his name is Dr. Octopus. Uh, you were great. Uh, <laughs> s- saying this to my mom, Hold on. He said, you were great. I have none of, uh, of their other shows to compare it to. But I think you should be on all the time, Michelle. But don't let them call you Mickey again. And they did a winky face. And he said in all caps, wow. And also, Jeff, if you happen to be listening to this episode, I will check out the movie Dark City and Bound. Um, thanks for the suggestions and thanks for listening.
0: Michelle, Michelle has a legitimately great podcast voice.
1: Yeah, it was great. I mean, when she, uh, when I was able to turn up all of her audio because she didn't speak into the fucking microphone. Uh, yeah. Jeff, can you
0: email us again and let us know why your nickname is Dr. Octopus?
1: Yeah. And can you email us again and compliment me and almost compliment Nick as much as me? (laughs) uh it was great all right don't dude. do
0: that but please tell us why your nickname is dr octopus that's amazing
1: uh oh and yeah seriously uh, but everyone should email us at facingoffpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com and if you follow us on instagram please let us know i mean if you listen to our podcast and it came up in your charts let us know we'll post about it we're really happy to have you guys as fans so yeah. we appreciate that what was uh, your top podcast of the year gabe my top podcast was the big picture and I posted oh. that it was kind of effed up that Facing Off wasn't even my top podcast of the year. Uh, it wasn't was mine
0: either. Mine was Behind the Bastards, which I thought yeah, was really surprising.
1: I'm, because I'm I, listen to, you I listen not surprised. I listen to stuff you, to you should know.
0: Time. I listen to stuff you should know even more, though.
1: Hmm. And I wonder if it's because uh Behind the Bastards has a longer episode, so it just counted more minutes for it.
0: It a hundred percent is that reason. Yeah, because it's Robert it, Evans just keeps going. Just and it gives you talking. that
1: like binge, like what you binge the most. I That's listened totally to it. like fifteen thousand hours worth of podcasts this year, which is just stupid. That's a lot.
0: Mine was like eleven.
1: Yeah, oh, that's also like a ton. All right, dude, hit There's us up lot. with the synopses of these two All movies. All right, Blade Blade.
0: Transylvania, more like Transylvania Yeehaw, as we discuss two <laughs> oh, movies no. about right, gun-toting vampires. <laughs> <laughs> Blade is the story of Blade a powerful half-vampire, half-man, sort of, who, while defending the world and all the decent, secretive Illuminati vampires against the evil vampires, chemically represses his own urge to drink blood. Deacon Frost, a.k.a. Gothic Great Gatsby, seeks to summon the blood god, and Blade must stop him. He does. The end. Underworld is a convoluted mess of a plot that pits vampires and lichens, werewolves, against each other in a centuries-old battle of immortals. When Selene, a sexy vampire, meets Michael, a sexy newly turned werewolf, sparks fly, sort of. And Selene helps Michael, uh, helps to save Michael from the Lycans, who aren't that bad, actually, and seek to turn Michael and his ancient bloodline into a werewolf vampire hybrid. However, Craven, Celine's vampire master, shoots Michael. Selene must then turn Michael into a dreaded werepire, vamp wolf, weave wolfer. Herself, at the encouragement of the Lycan king Lucian, Michael, the super hybrid monster, mashes Victor Celine's vampire daddy and saves the day, saves the night. Saves Michael, the
1: night. Michael is the best form of a Prius, just a great <laughs> hybrid, uh, very, yeah. very energy efficient. What uh,
0: is a vampire werewolf called? I thought I personally Prius.
1: like we <laughs> yep. a Chevy Volt. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's not a hybrid. That's a fully electric vehicle. Oh, is it
1: fully electric?
0: Yeah. Uh, Anyways, if
1: Tyler Salstrom and Simran are listening, the moment when Simran called Tyler a Chevy Bolt is one of the funniest uh, moments in the history of our friendship. Of moments. Of moments. Uh, So, some some ties or uh, some connections between the two movies and the reason why we're doing these two movies- Uh, expertly brought up by Garen, uh, who messaged us. He said, both movies share one, a random medical person who gets bit by a monster and is now a side character two an old (laughs) council of vampires who hate change. And three, a young vampire guy who betrays the old council. Yeah, Yeah. There you go. I mean, they're also just like leather, leather, clad just vampire ledibles. hunters or vampires yeah, with
0: guns you know? vampires with, with guns, guns and leather uh leather what are those called
1: not peacoats, trench coats uh, trench coats yeah um and we just did a, a movie dusters. with a lot of dusters in them as well with the matrix last yeah. week we're getting real s&m here um, <laughs> <laughs> um we're
0: both wearing dusters right now
1: I also think what's, what's really interesting about both of these movies. And I think I'm going to bring up a text that Layla Layla, uh, some call her our third um, co-host. She sent in uh, a really good email that kind of like sums up her, why she loves these movies and why they're good to compare and why they're good to talk about. Um, But just kind of like why Nick and I wanted to do this and why we think it's going to turn into a good discussion is that they're both like kind of bad movies but they're really fun in their own ways. And they come from this interesting period where we just had this like fantasy action, sci-fi boom of just like these, like not great or like intelligent movies, but they were just like so fun. You'd go to the theaters for them. I don't know what it is, but I do have a couple theories of why they happened. It was like 1998 through like 2005
0: it kind of started ish with Blade.
1: I think it's. I think what what brought this uh, like up was Jurassic Park and Terminator Two because they came out in the early '90s, and I think that because they were such big mega blockbusters where you could just uh, have like crazy effects and crazy like theater experiences, I think they just started. They knew they could make a ton of money by bringing everyone to the theater for these like crazy blockbusters. And they were like, let's, and even though those are fucking amazing movies, like let's turn up the action, turn up the ridiculousness because everyone's going to want to go to the theater. It's becoming fun. Did they just
0: sit in a room, like a bunch of executives sit in a room and just start listing off like things that everyone knows about. Is that your theory? So someone was like robots, Terminator, got it. Yeah. Dinosaurs, Jurassic Park. Got it. I mean, um, I always think. Uh, that movie with, was that, Mel Gibson in that movie? Which one? The dragon one in the 90s.
1: Oh, uh, well, there's, that, oh, yeah, Dragonheart. Braveheart. No, well, Dragonheart. there's Dragonheart. He's not in that. Dragon. There's like, Dragonheart. there's like, what should of, we do? Vampires. Reign of Fire. Reign <laughs> of Fire with Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey. Like it's same kind of go. concept. Van Helsing. Like yeah, Van some, Helsing
0: was a year after Underworld, right? I
1: also think that the turn of the century just made them want to explore these things a little bit more, and they were going crazy with like technology and stuff. Um, so maybe See, that's I it. feel
0: like there's always like a like a societal reason why, like some some thread in society that 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 produces like, waves of of These cinema. kind of ideas. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I can't think of what in the world would have been going on where they were like, vampires and werewolves, baby.
1: Yeah, I don't know, but it was kind of like a perfect moment for it, and it was really just, fun. I kind of just when we vampires. were of that age, like, these were the perfect kind of movies, because back then, I don't think we were as picky about movies, so it was just so fun. Um Layla has a really good... She sent in an email, and she said... You know that kind of indescribable feeling that one has around nostalgia? That moment where a thing, whether a smell, movie, or a place, brings you back to exact moments within your childhood? That feeling is what these two movies are for me, and I know the same goes for a lot of people in our generation. We grew up during one of the best times in fantasy filmmaking. The late 90s, early 2000s were a marvel for fantasy films. The Matrix, Lord of the Rings, Underworld, Van Helsing, Chronicles of Riddick, Resident Evil, Blade all of which were trilogies or had sequels that allowed us to continue to be geeks about um, uh, geek out over these worlds. Blade Mm -hmm. and Underworld may not be the best of their time or within their genre, but they were exactly the type of fantasy films I wish were still created today. Dark and fantastical and gruesome and just plain fun films that were not meant to market towards an age group, such as young adults like this uh, last decade of the fantasy uh, genre. But Mm -hmm. for anyone who loved these creatures and these worlds and action, these movies did exactly what they were meant to, and they were so much fun because of it. I said this before to Gabe, but this time in the fantasy genre reminds me of the pop pop rock bands we had in the '90s and early 2000s that no longer exist, such as Third Eye Blind and Blink One Eight Two. I said like Evanescence, Deacon Um,
0: Frost is a great pop punk band name exactly
1: she said these movies are a time stamp for our childhoods and i've rewatched them uh more times than i care to admit if i ever need a true blockbuster action movie that feels out of this world these are the type of movies i would put on they make me feel like a kid again and and that is their legacy and and you know we'll talk about that later um but thank you layla well said um that kind of just sums up let's get into it right yeah yeah. So Transylvania,
0: uh, yeehaw, baby. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's such a bad. It's like so one of the worst bad. puns I've ever heard. One of yeah. the best puns also because Absolutely. it's so bad. Um great dad joke. Uh let's break these down based on our five categories. Uh we got spectacularity, eye candy, uh acting, originality and legacy. We rate them on a scale each of them on a scale of 1 to 7, 1 being poor, 2 being sl- uh well below average three being slightly below average, four being average neutral, blah, 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 uh, five being slightly above average, six being well above average, ooh, and seven being chef's kiss, perfect, it's so good in this category, let's start it off with spectacularity, I think that's the best way to start off any action or fantasy or whatever you want to call these movies, Uh, spectacularity is the engagement level of the movie. How engaged were you? Uh, Were you worried about things like runtime or stupidity uh, where you were pulled out or did you just have a fun time? Nick, why don't we discuss just off the top here? Because spoiler alert, before we get into all these, Nick prefers Blade and I prefer Underworld, but not by a big, still
0: prefer it, but not by a big margin,
1: not by a big margin. And, I think, you know, part of it is that I I was raised on Underworld and you were raised on Blade. I I hadn't seen Blade in its entirety until uh, two nights ago. Um, But I've seen Underworld at least like 12 times. It was the first like bootleg DVD I had. My uncle, my sketch uncle uh, gave me a bootleg (laughs) DVD and I would watch it all the time. But I think this is a good discussion because when we talk about spectacularity, it's how engaged you were. That's a difference in what type of movie you wanted. So, like, what you were going yeah. for. Yeah. So, for you, so we discussed this a little bit, and you and and feel free to cut in in a second. But <laughs> like, for you, you said to me, Blade is a more fun movie. For me, I even though I probably agree in terms of like its silliness and like and its action and stuff, it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, that's just not my style. You know, like when I describe a movie as fun, sometimes I'm like kind of pretentious about it. I'd be like, you, you know, like I, I'll watch a Fast and the Furious movie and I'll say, oh, that was fun because I didn't hate it, but I didn't fully enjoy it. But I know a bunch of other people really enjoyed it. And I know it was it was fun to a certain degree. Like I, I know that I laughed, but th- those aren't the type of movies for me. I watch like pretty dark disturbing dramas and i love those i'm more engaged with something like that i mean one of my favorite rewatchable movies is the social network and most people are like what are you talking about dude <laughs> uh, so anyways well, that was just like the precursor let's start let's start with blade and and, and kind of explain that a little bit Nick. so we're going to start with blade or you could just start. You could just talk about both of them at the same time. But I just, whatever you
0: want. <clears throat> I agree with you. Like we were talking about, like I, I would, I also gravitate towards darker movies. But if the movie is dark, and serious, and not good, and just riddled with with holes, it, it just is porous to me. Like Underworld is just full of holes to me and and bladed. Blade is also full of holes but it knows that it is it's yeah. a, it's not it's not fronting it kind of is but it's not like fully fronting like underworld is underworld fully absolutely if it was a person would be the guy that's like I'm like really cool and they're wearing like Dickies or something
1: I like think it's, it's just, just a visual t- the visual tone is different. Like and it's not a like I don't a think comedy. it's
0: just the visual tone. I think it's how serious like think of how many times they flash back to that stupid one scene and like like we get it. The werewolves and the vampires don't like each other. That's it. That's all we need it, man. Right. You don't have to do the stupid flashbacks over and over. You don't have to, you don't have to reveal that Michael's been bitten to each character slowly over the course of 25 minutes. Yeah. And then also spoon feed us the whole time that there's a blood feud between the werewolves and the vampires. We get that.
1: I'm, I actually, I'm going to bring up the same point actually later for both of the movies, but I, I totally agree. It's, it's a little more ham-fisted and uh, it's just
0: underworld. like it, it has so much and it's a decent, it's a decent idea. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. love it. I love fantasy movies. I love sci-fi movies. I just think that underworld, the, the, the writers who also, I think were the producers and, and one of the, one of them was a the director, right? Am I wrong there? I may be wrong there.
1: Uh, I can't remember.
0: Um... They're definitely the same writers. Yeah. Yep. Len Wiseman was also the director and a writer. Yeah. They just clearly had this idea that was large and they wanted to put it into a a franchise and make a bunch of money off of it. And the execution falls flat to me. Significantly. Okay. Blade so, is more fun, it's more stupid, it's easier to laugh things off, then there isn't as much to explain.
1: Sure. Sure. I, I and and I and I totally agree with that. I think, you know, I have like a bias towards Underworld because I just really enjoyed it growing up a lot. You know, I thought it was really fucking cool when I was a kid. I don't think it's like the coolest or like an intelligent movie when I'm watching it now. And right. And that's part of it
0: too. Exposition. I didn't care much about it when I was a kid. I remember watching it, but I don't know if I fully
1: paid sure. attention. And I, I, so for me, like I like the darker tone. Cause I just don't really like silly campy stuff. Like I'm not a big, like Joss Whedon person. So like something like blade, I'm actually taken out more just by preference, just because it's, it's a little too goofy for me at times. and, and, you know, even though Underworld like takes itself seriously, I don't really think it's like we're trying to make this like really good movie. I think that it's the same kind of thing. Like we want to just show you like a really gothic take on this and it's just going to be full of fucking bullets. And even though they both have really, I they both have cool action scenes and I, and I'm fully yeah, engaged totally. in each of the action scenes. I think for me, the Underworld action scenes, while not as fun, they're less absurd, but I kind of like that. The only thing that's like kind of funny about it is that so many missed bullets in that movie. Like everyone so is many. missing bullets, but there are yeah certain... for a bunch of
0: like super immortal creatures. Yeah, with like heightened senses, y'all got to get mean, better. I mean, they're right all
1: they're missing fucking left and right, and uh, you've had
0: you've had centuries. Go which is the, like kind go to of the of shooting like maybe... range.
1: Yeah. I, you know, and the other thing is like it's a long movie. Shooting it's, range? Really, it's a really long movie for what it is. It's two hours and seventeen minutes. Um
0: I haven't touched uh, a, I haven't touched a gun in a really long time. Is it called a shooting range?
1: Yeah, a gun range or a shooting range. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh dude, so so Kinda for right. me there are really cool scenes laid throughout Underworld that still keeps me engaged. Like I think the train ambush is a really cool scene with the lichens. Um I sure. I love when the lichens are like crawling towards her on the wall and she shoots the circle so she could go through. Like it's a, I think that's like a fun action scene. I will say it's definitely
0: it's, memorable.
1: Okay. I will say this. It's definitely longer and slower than blade, but I prefer the last 30 minutes of underworld because like, I just, if, so much of it, I guess is just iconic for me. Like I really like the fucking whip the guy with the two whips and the like deep voice lichen guy who's like, Burr. I don't even know how to do his voice. It's so deep. It's, it's un- so deep. It's unreal. It's his deep. real
0: voice too. There's no effect on his voice. Oh That's yeah, dude. He just has deal. that
1: crazy voice. But I also like Victor just straight up like choking the lichen. But then for me, like that shot of, of Celine with the sword going through Victor and landing and then Victor looking at her and taking his blades out and then she shows the sword and his head slices off like that is where i know this movie's not taking itself seriously and that is where i am fully fucking torqued. cuz i love that scene and i will forever love that scene and i do not care how fucking stupid it is i love it
0: but that's like, fine i did but, i gave it i went 5 blade 4 underworld
1: yeah i think that's fair i think i i I'm kind of the same way I, I have. There's a really good review of blade and it's a bad review, but I think it actually it's what I like about blade. It's a silly pumped up techno thriller in which snipes uh, spends 24 seven slaying vampires. That's great. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. It's a also, daywalker and a night walk.
1: There's a moment in blade that is almost like that for Celine uh, with Celine for me. And it's when he catches it, when it, when he's just going to go fully off on everyone at the end and he catches the sunglasses and the music kicks in. And then he, he just, I love the way he fights because it's so like Bruce Lee. It's like, it's like so goofy, like purposely goofy. Like he doesn't care. Like it's such a, it's like a bore for him and he's having fun with it. And there's this moment where he's like, he literally like will just like toss a guy to the side as if the guy didn't matter. Yeah. And then he like, turns it, he, turns his sword, he knocks his sword on the ground and turns it and cocks his head. And I'm like, I, I fucking love that. Dude, so,
0: it's so cool.
1: Dude, uh, I wanted to say, so just before we move on from that, um, uh, there are some things that, that Garen brought up that I think you would appreciate, but the way he worded them are so funny that I have to read them here. And they all do have it. to do with spectacularity so he said a few things one blade kills more baddies in two minutes in the two minute intro than celine does in two hours yeah i just yeah but that's kind of what they were going for two yes. uh blade had sweet intro club scene with naive simping male who needed saving <laughs> and a follow-up with asian schoolgirl rap 10 out of 10 <laughs> dude they're like the japanese beastie boys dude very disturbing scene. I I, I did not enjoy w- go walking into whatever was going on in that fucking Asian club. Like it was it was weird. Um, very weird. Three. <laughs> so he says ten out of ten. Three. Underworld had slow intro with dark brooding plot, but ten out of ten goth girl v- girlfriend vibes. Mm. Uh, four. Why akimbo guns when it's super inaccurate? Like y'all are ancient killers. How are you this bad at shooting? Exactly what we said. Yep. Five, Underworld is a low-key vampire drama in movie form, which is why I like it more. Um, Six, 80%... It's it's Romeo
0: and Juliet, but vampires and werewolves. Here's a big plot
1: hole he talks about, and I think this is great. Six, 80% of werewolves stay in human form instead of transforming into nine-foot-tall, bullet-absorbing, face-eating beasts. Plot armor for puny uh, vampires with nine-millimeter assault guns. So he's just like, that's ridiculous. Seven, viewers under 17, beware of vampire lord cum face after he kills a werewolf with his bare hands uh, at the end of the movie. I think he's talking about uh, Bill Nye's. he kind of looks like he has cum on his face when he transforms. Uh, Anyway, favorite quote, Blade. Fuck me! No, you fuck this. As he pulls out. Yes, <laughs> dude, I one. wrote that down so, so good. So, anyways, thank you for that, Garen. <laughs> dude, I, um... dude, Blade is so fun. You okay? I think I'm actually gonna give both of them a five because I think Blade That's is fair. Yeah, I just think, I think... Underworld is
0: too. The flashbacks kill me, man. And I really thought they'd oh, kill. I you actually
1: kind of like the flashbacks oh. because in this. No, I don't like when flashbacks are in no, that know, grainy I quality know. for a, no reason. These are mem- like memories from centuries Because before. the
0: cameras centuries ago were really bad. <laughs> exactly.
1: No, um, no. no. I, I th- for this, it was purposeful. And I kind of, I like it. It almost reminded me of when Harry Potter goes into the Pensieve in, uh, oh, yeah. in Harry Potter. Except and th- it works bad. for me. Especially, dude, I didn't think it was that bad. Also, it's old times, man. Uh, anyways the cameras uh, were
0: so bad in five for both for me and then
1: nick gave underworld (laughs) slightly lower of four and uh uh, for spectacularity let's move on to eye candy this This is actually where i think there's a big difference and there's a huge difference here yeah let's start with underworld i'm not gonna i'm not gonna front underworld it just gets the edge visually because over time it's worked better and it And there's only like really like a four or five year difference, which is a lot because there was the turn of the century and everything. Yeah. I think it's. it looks way cooler when vampires die in Underworld. Like when vampires die, it looks like the CGI held up. They like kind of turn blue and like disintegrate and they like it. It's kind of disturbing. Um the the werewolves look legitimately great. In oh, world. the transformations are just really cool looking. Like when they are transforming, yeah. that has held up. Um, I think the gothic fantasy element of it is cool. Like I think it's ridiculous that it's just always dark as fuck in where wherever they are. Um, it, yeah. it, it, especially since like you know humans exist and stuff, and it's, but they are all, really only at night. But I I kind of yeah. But like, like that what's the
0: deal form. with all the leather though? Like why the fuck are they all wearing black leather like that? They not are they not, they are they have, not interested? They be like
1: because leather's been around for centuries. Are they there not was... interested
0: in blending in at all? Like at least in Blade, you're like, eh, maybe he's gonna go to like Venice Beach and pump iron.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it is true because there's the part when they're on the train and I'm like, whoa, like this train is like a gastro punk. What? What's the? Uh, is it gastropunk? punk? <laughs> yeah. No, uh uh, 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 steampunk. Steampunk. Like it's so steampunk, and I'm like. Did they did they purposely choose like a steampunk themed train and then they showed up in their <laughs> costumes?
0: That's the but, only thing that's the only things know. they go to are steampunk.
1: I will say makeup job not just on the lichens, but the makeup job on Bill Nye's character uh um not bad, Victor yeah. is no, I think it's fucking great makeup uh when he first comes out. It is yeah. so disgusting. So, I'm actually only at like a 4 because I, I still I was do- the same. It's the it's the fact that it has this like tint, uh, I just think it, it's not great visually, and, and some things haven't really worked out. I, I think they get a little more smart with it, and it's aged better. But that's where I'm at. For what about you? You're, you're
0: I was I was the same. I mean, we I think we covered it. I I just uh, I, I the only thing we didn't cover is. How incredibly baller the tiny detail is that every time that Celine jumps out of a window and lands on the ground, she just lands like she just owns it. Dude. Like she is back and She See, just I, rocks. 10 out incredible. of 10 landings every time she jumps out of a window.
1: Incredible. Couldn't every time. More. She does it like four times kinda... in the movie. I like the scene when Michael like jumps from the window and like flips and lands. It's like kind of a cool superhero uh, landing. scene, I have never
0: ever wanted to jump out of a window in my entire life until I watched Underworld.
1: Yeah, yeah. Let's go jump out of window. Don't jump jump out of windows. It's not even just that. It's (laughs) when Celine does that sword thing too and cuts through. The way she floats through the air is so cool looking.
0: It is. Yeah. It's 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 good. It's absurd. It's some of the like
1: yeah. Okay, let's yeah. talk about Blade. I had a lot of problems visually with it, but <laughs> yeah, you go okay. ahead first.
0: I mean, like, Wesley Snipes is a super jacked and baller the whole time, but, like, everything else is bad. The ghost things that, oh like...
1: My, the the little, like, skeleton fucking ghost bat it, things? It
0: looks worse than Indiana Jones. The, essentially the same insane, thing happens... we just
1: shit on Indiana essentially Jones. Essentially
0: the same thing happens in Indiana Jones, and that's, yeah. like, 1972... No, eighty two, sorry, seventy two. Nineteen eighty two was it? Nineteen eighty one?
1: Yeah, or nineteen eighty one, I think.
0: Yeah. Okay, so this is this is like seventeen years years after
1: that. It's absurd. And it looks worse. Like that's not not that like when the oh, yeah, it's,
0: it's not just that.
1: Oh my god, the, the serum that makes like your blood like explode when that happens to the yes. people in the hallway, like that looks fucking absurd. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny. It is Julie, funny. Julie
0: I mean, had never seen Blade, and I wonder, I, I think she preferred Blade again because it's, it's so bad looking sometimes that it's, that it's funny. More
1: fun. Yeah, it is funny.
0: Like the scenes where they turn into those, there's like a, a word for, there's a, uh, a name for that, like general shape of that they turn into.
1: Ugh, it's like, like a some
0: blob. Yeah. That like blobby thing. Ew, like, like
1: Pearl. Oh my God. Please n- never let me see the scene with Pearl ever again. <laughs> Just the most disturbing visualization of a fucking fat, full, full of blood, uh, old vampire I, I don't even know what that so girl gross is. Dude um dude the scene it with is- Dragonetti is pretty dumb too because it's so it's such a cool scene when Deacon takes Dragonetti out there and is like torturing him out uh, out uh in the sun or whatever with the sunset or yeah. the sunrise it's such a cool scene until Dragonetti's face starts like melting and yes. looking dumb and it's just unfortunate um
0: It's just like they could, they could have made better choices with it where like, if you knew that your if your CGI guy looks, made the scenes look like that in post-production and then you watched that, I'd feel, I feel like you would go back and be like, cut all, like, we got to do something to those scenes where that guy messed this shit up because we cannot put out a product that looks like that. And I don't know if they were like, actually, it might be funny enough that we could like, get away with it. Or they were like, yeah, it's not that bad. But they yeah, had I to mean, know that it didn't look good.
1: I don't know how these things pass, but I think at the time maybe it looked okay. I don't know. I will I say I, the, I, Matrix, the Matrix is a year later and all of the action scenes in the Matrix so are so cool looking. And even I love that this has like martial arts choreography. I think that's yeah. really fucking cool. But the Matrix has even better martial arts choreography and it's just so much better. Um, so I, I'm at a two, honestly. Like I, I, It really <laughs> I bothered two. me. Dude. I'm going to
0: keep it at a two if you were at a two.
1: Okay. Yeah. I was hovering between a two and a three as well. Let's
0: I couldn't on. get past the ghost things that, that really killed
1: it for me when I was like, yeah, that one. I, on. I, I mean, I had a, I had a note and it was all caps. Ha, 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 ha. The skeleton <laughs> bat. <things." laughs> um, all right, let's move on to actoring. Uh, okay. actoring is where we talk about the performances, but, uh, you know, like it, it, it's about the performances and how the writers and directors help the actors get to that level. And, it It is tough to be picky about these two movies. they're like dumb action movies from this period of time right yeah, let's start with blade um you can go ahead uh what you thought about acting for blade
0: i'm I'm okay with pretty much everything happening in blade uh almost i have I have one key key exception okay. um is it Wesley human Snipes being in
1: the first scene yeah okay
0: bigger bigger exception, so okay I think that uh What's his first name, Dorf Dorf? Steven Dorf? Steven Dorf is great. I, uh, Deacon Frost is I, I remember distinctly remember Deacon Frost, and he has always stuck with me for some reason since I was a kid as as like a a like a good villain. and I don't know why I don't think he actually Dude, he is. was
1: only 25 years old when he did this.
0: Yeah, he he does a great job. Wesley Snipes does fine. But, I mean, Blade is not... You're not putting Blade up there for his acting, like,
1: for well, his well, deep emotional performance. Until we see Mahershala Ali in it, I just think, you know, like, Wesley Snipes... Absolutely. And, have you seen... You haven't seen Dolomite Is My Name Yet? No. Wesley Snipes is so funny in that movie and charismatic. It's it's shocking. If you've seen him in anything else, He's mm-hmm. ne- he's always the cool guy. And... I just—it is kind of a bummer he couldn't be more charismatic. I don't know what he's supposed to be like in the comics, but I'm sure he's not supposed to be charismatic. But there no, is something no, I mean, a little dead just... in his performance, even though it's still the—it's the physical acting that's great. It's the
0: physical acting, and so so for that reason, I don't really knock him. The one thing I have a real big problem with, the one person I have a real big problem with, is Donald Logue.
1: Oh, I I I couldn't disagree more,
0: <laughs> dude. I. Hate him so much. I'm in gonna this be movie.
1: naughty. I'm gonna be a naughty vampire god, man. I hate him, dude. I dude. I Thanks hate for it. the shades, man. <laughs> dude, I hate it. Dude, I, hate I think him. he's so funny in it. I, <laughs> I think that's fair.
0: Him. Like, I really had a hard time being like, is he funny and so it's good, or dude. is he annoying and so it's bad?
1: The way I... he works with Steven Dorff in that scene where he's like, dude, you don't understand, man. He's big and he's bad and he's fast and he has a sword and then and Steven Dorff like cuts him off and he goes, oh, oh, yeah, he had the sword and shit. And he would like throw it in the air and like flip it and like catch it down. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I think. But you're right. I, I mean, Steven Dorff fucking kills it. It's kind of wild. His career didn't really go anywhere. No. Um, but you know who else is pretty good? Um not great. Uh knockoff version of Jeff Bridges, Chris Christopherson. Yes. Um he's good <laughs> as Whistler. He's good. I, I, yeah. His death scene is is really uh, good.
0: I I went I went 4. Yeah. For what it is, I think it's average. I almost went 3 because I hate
1: Donald Loge.
0: I also bad hate, at hate I... his name. What is that name?
1: I don't Yeah, I didn't even know Donald how to pronounce Logue. it really. Donald Loge. Yeah,
0: you became an actor and you just kept that.
1: I just yeah, I'm I'm. People like with normal same.
0: names change their name when they
1: become actors. You kept Donald Logue? I also think the dialogue's pretty fucking bad in this, and I I know oh, it's yeah. like kind of funny, but like I mean, it, I the mean, word bitch is literally used in like every sentence in this movie. They'll be like, dude, look at my bitch here. Come here, bitch. Like bitch, bitch. <laughs> and it's just like it, I don't know. I I'm like. I'm at a three, honestly, just because, okay. but it's, but I don't know. Cause it's like an action movie. Like er- everyone's serviceable. I, I, I was, was at a three, but I moved it to four because
0: you liked Donald Logue. And if you yeah. liked Donald Logue,
1: someone else must've liked Dude, Donald Logue. I honestly Logue. think Donald Logue is really funny in it. And just then so someone else
0: probably did too, but I hate him.
1: I, I'm going to stick with a three for now. I might move it up we'll talk about uh underworld
0: before we move on when you're talking about lines i wanted to bring up this line that i think i thought at first is a great line and yeah. now that i think about it it's actually one of the dumbest lines i, can, oh, I can think of let's hear it when you understand the nature of a thing you know what it's capable of
1: dude i laughed out loud when i heard that
0: sounds line. like a smart line
1: so because dumb. because
0: Wesley snipes is is just deadpan giving it to you yeah but then when you think about it you're like
1: what are yeah, you talking about dude? that's
0: what <laughs> the nature of a thing
1: is yeah it's so obvious that's uh, the definition of that
0: that's like saying <laughs> if you know what the color red is you know it's like pink but more angry <laughs>
1: Dude, I just, I'm I'm really, I'm so curious at Mahershala's take on this. I just, I mean, he's a two-time Academy Award winning actor. I love it, yeah. I couldn't be more curious about it. I'm stoked because I think, yeah, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Let's talk about Underworld uh, actoring. Um, You know, like, honestly, with Underworld, it's like no one, there's one person who is exceptionally bad for me. Just one person is exceptionally bad, whereas everyone else is just fine. They're just like is I don't even Speedman? really have an opinion. No, I actually think Scott Speedman is pretty oh, good, dude, and he's handsome as fucked. I think he's um,
0: trash, but he's, he's very
1: unbelievably handsome. handsome. Um unbelievably. but he's trash. Uh, I don't think he's bad. I he's think he trash, plays dude. his part really well. I think I, he's it's just trash. not a very good part. It's like a really poorly written character. That's which okay, would yeah. hurt it in acting. I think that Craven is one of the worst. The guy who plays Craven is just one of the worst actors. It's just so comic book villainy. And not good, and he's always angry when he talks. He literally never says a line like a normal person. I think it's like a bad casting. I think so, too. Yeah. I just don't think that guy got it. But, I mean, so I, someone, someone described Kate Beckinsale's performance. First of all, for anyone who doesn't know me, I, I'm, I am <laughs> madly in love with Kate Beckinsale. I always have been, even though she dated Pete Davidson, which is just so disgusting to me.
0: I don't think they dated. I think they just porked.
1: That's even more Which is disgusting. So and I'm worse. so mad you just said that. But <laughs> she also was like, after she became a mother, she was like dating like a 21 year old like DJ kid. And like, he looked <laughs> real young. And my and favorite part. I, I question part, mommy's taste, dude.
0: My favorite part of all of this is that Martin Sheen, her co star in the movie Michael that Sheen. we're talking about Michael, Michael Sheen. Sheen. Did yeah. I say Martin?
1: Yeah. Very opposite. Like, human very movie. different.
0: Michael Sheen, her co star in this movie father of her child is just still like chill with her about it
1: dude that's i think michael sheens is probably like a pretty cool person even though he always plays kind of an asshole they're
0: still homies and he's like kate but someone described
1: her performance as icy english composure and i love that because i i don't think she there are parts of celine that i think is kind of like the romance between her and michael is just so shallow it just doesn't even like make sense but I do think that she is doing the best at what she's given, and, and that's why they carried on with more movies with her. But I lo- there's one line she gives that I just thought was so fucking cool, and uh, I I really I, I'm so in love with her that I, I loved it even more. But when she she was talking about how they have to pull the bullets out before they get to uh, get inside them so they die, and then he's like, "What do you do after you like question them?" And she's like, "We put the bullets back in." and I'm like, dude, oh my god, you're so cool. That um, is a great line. Anyway. uh I also th- I think Bill Knight is so good in this movie. It- it's actually fucking stupid how good he- it- it's like what movie did you think you were in, pal? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when he is like talking to her and he goes <laughs> and like just the way the way his eyes work, dude. Bill Nye never walks into a role and it's just like, you know what, dude? I I only slept like. Four I, thought hours today. A, I thought we'd
0: have a. I thought we'd have a more nuanced discussion, but we just agreed with each other again. That's exactly what I wrote down,
1: dude. He's so good at physical acting. He's with his so face. good in this. It's so weird that he's <laughs> it's really bizarre, dude. Um,
0: Julie was watching and she goes why is he in this movie? He's like really good at acting. Well, he's actually like really in famous.
1: He's in a lot of bad movies, but he is always good in. Yeah. Every, he's literally in like three scenes in one of the, uh, one of the Harry Potter movies, like one of the better, I think it's a uh, half blood Prince. He's so fucking good. It's it's actually it's stupid how good he is in the is There's he really? a scene it, one of the movies I think or one of the scenes opens with him as the new minister of magic and mm. it starts in on his face and zooms out and I'm just gonna show it to you. It like he, I don't know how he hasn't won an Academy Award because he's just so fucking great. I think the biggest problem is that his name is too similar to uh Bill Nye, the science <laughs> guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Uh, I also like Michael (laughs) Sheen. It's not my favorite of his performances. He's not like, he doesn't do a lot, but I think he's fine.
0: He's my comeback player of the year.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Cause I was like, why is Michael Sheen the bad guy in this? I didn't realize that. And then I was like, is he a good bad guy? And I was like, he is kind of a good bad guy, but wait, that's right. He's not really actually the bad guy.
1: Do you know that? Oh, there's another uh, bad actor in this. Uh, it's the other intern doctor. Um, do you know who that guy is? Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. He's the lead guy in Prison Break. Yeah, but he looks nothing like that in this movie. And I honestly didn't even know. Also, I saw a poll the other day. It was which series is better. It was on a meme page. It was like which series is better, Breaking Bad or Prison Break? And there was it was like fifty seven percent for Breaking Bad. And I was like, what? What's happening? What are you saying? The show was where it, a guy was on... tries to break out of prison for nine seasons is better than. Was fucking... that a poll on
0: like Parlor or something? <laughs>
1: it was by Puberty. So, you know what? Fuck everyone who follows Puberty and, and voted for Prison Break. Yeesh. Um, I had what it did a score, but I think I kind of want to give it a three to be fair to Blade because I just don't think this is. I think oh, this is okay. more like everyone is average in this, whereas Blade, I'm just like, ah, some of you guys kind of suck. I went.
0: Um, I went uh, four. I went double fours. I think that that Kate Beckinsale is is a stone cold fox, but I don't think she's ever very good at acting.
1: Yeah, and see, here's my the thing is the way that we define four, or at least how I define it, is just average or neutral. And yeah. and I'm so neutral about it that I kind of want to give it a four. Whereas like I kind of brought brought blade down because it's the type of acting that me. that was
0: me. where I was at initially until you said you liked Donald Logue. So you bumped me, you made me bump it up. That's I also fine. think I'm gonna that go, Sc- I'm going to
1: go with a four for underworld. And
0: how four. is that guy look like that? And his name is Scott Speedman. And he's a professional actor.
1: Yeah. Why isn't he a speed? Scott? Why isn't he no, 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 no. That's down- not what I mean.
0: Oh. Scott Speedman sounds like you're creating a handsome actor caricature in a movie like Tropic Thunder. Yeah. Scott Speedman. That's his, that's his, his birth name. Yeah. That's his real ass, whole ass name. Scott Speedman.
1: Yeah. But he's about to speed through and steal your girl, dude. He is so good. I guess that Um... is a
0: ridiculous name for a person. He's terrible in this.
1: I don't think it's terrible. Anyways, I'm going to give trash. it a four. Uh, Nick gave it a four it a as well. Four. Uh, let's move on to originality. This is a, this will be a fun conversation. Um, originality is just where we talk about how creative well, the movies were. Don't lead with where that they...
0: statement. Now, if it's not a fun conversation, we've This let is going to be a pretty down.
1: fucking awful conversation. I'm not <laughs> looking forward to this at all. Um, originality is where we talk about how creative the movies were, whether they needed to be made, whether they stand out in the genre or, you know, from movies past um let's start with underworld um th- I, this is where i, I definitely want to knock underworld even my love for it i kind i like the concept of the vampires and lichens battling each other for centuries and the way that they do that is really cool because i think it, it gets to a point where we're introduced it gets to a point where they're literally coming up with like as as the movie is going they're coming up with new weapons to beat each other and they're really like clever weapons i guess like they're they like insert fucking like the sun or i don't know what the hell is in the bullets that kill vampires but it's like uh, it's like yeah, led it, lights or it's something. led yeah. yeah and then and then the ones like the oozing bullets or whatever like of uv uh, mercury or, or silver yeah. or whatever or of silver is it's really cool but it looks like mercury um This is a movie that is pretty derivative of things before it, I guess. And it got into a really big, like, legal uh, battle with this video game company where they said that they were, like, stealing storylines from it. Um, Mm. But on the other hand, it's also not based off of, like, a comic book or anything. It is, like, an original story. Um, This is where I have this is where the exposition really bothers me because I don't think this movie is that creative in the way that it tells the story because it's not that complicated of a story, but they make it seem more complicated by giving these heavy, heavily, heavily expositional um, monologues.
0: It starts with exposition. Like like, hardcore.
1: There's one that's that it's in a scene. So like, I'm okay. I guess at the beginning of a movie, you want to just cue us in with this battle that's been going on for, for centuries. Fine. Like, I don't think that's good, but that's more acceptable than this. There's a scene where she's awakening Victor and she starts doing a monologue from her head about how she isn't allowed to awaken an elder and, and only the elders are allowed to do that. And she could get in trouble. And I'm like, don't explain that to me. By you sneaking into this room, and by us hearing earlier that Marcus was supposed to be awake, and and watching the elders, elders talk about how they're going to awaken them, and knowing that there's a hierarchical, uh, you know, uh, structure there, just fucking just do it. Don't do that. We're not idiots. Like the yeah. audience members are not idiots, and so that's where that's I that was know. what I was talking about earlier. It's yeah. just like,
0: dude, shut up. We get it. Yeah. It's not that hard. Like there's vampires, there's werewolves, they don't like each other. Some vampires are super old and they're only the leader when you want them to be. Yeah. That's it. Just leave it. Yeah. And it's just like, dude,
1: <laughs> it sucks because it is kind of an original movie. I mean, even if it's, it's o- derivative of other things, it's original, but like it they, kind of is. It's 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 kind of like concept. a Mad Lib though. Yeah, it is.
0: It's like blank hates blank, and they've blanked for blank years, and it's yeah, like uh, sure. vampires, werewolves, war, sad, hundreds. Go for it! Yeah. Like, you could have done. It's not anything. really even
1: gonna like stand out in its own genre because we ju- we just have a lot of this. I mean, I I prefer it to something like somehow it does.
0: I mean, it does stand I mean, it's more out. Like everyone knows what Underworld, Twilight. Is.
1: It's so much more interesting than Twilight for me. And so... Yes. And I'm not even talking about the romance side of, like, Twilight. I just think even the way they talk about this war, like, I understand it more. And maybe that's because they fucking slam it's it a, into your face with exposition.
0: But, yeah. But, I mean,
1: like, Twilight's, like, the, like such a low bar. I know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> You're, like... I mean, so, for me, this is where I'm, like, I have it at a three. I, I could go down to a two because I... I do think that it was original enough when it came out and yeah, I, I went three. Yeah. And, I think I'll and, stick with the three.
0: And like my big issue with it is that there's so much potential in it and it's just kind of squandered. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's okay. So I'll take that back. It's not squandered because the movie spawns multiple sequels. Everyone knows what Underworld is it's Kate back. It was a big surprise
1: hit. Like it. it yeah. yeah like it
0: was huge. That. Um, and w- what bothers me about it is if you remove some of the exposition that you don't need, you don't treat the audience like they're drooling idiots and you spend the time that you save from the exposition building up just a little bit, some of the characters and the relationships, you end up, I feel like you end up with a way better movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, I mean... Like, I just
0: don't care about any of the relationships between any of the characters. Except for, slowly, you start to realize that Lucian is a really cool character. Yeah. and But it... they don't give that enough time to
1: breathe. Well, yeah, and... This is where I'm, I'm hesitating because, like, on its face, when you mention a movie like Underworld and we said originality without even really getting into all the things that we said, like, on its face, you'd be like, yeah, it's an original movie. Of course it's an original movie. There's not any other movie that is exactly like that. It was, it was really cool when it came out. But I think that if you just break it down that way and where it fucked it up, like, I almost want – I want to go to it too, you know? I think it's well below average because – it took an original concept and kind of it did kind of squander it in those ways. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I don't. we we'll talk about Blade first, and,
1: and I'll, I'm hovering between a two and a three for Underworld. I just kind of want to okay. know w- what you think about Blade. So for Blade, I didn't really write many notes, but I do know that David Goyer, the guy who worked on this, also <laughs> did like Batman Begins and Dark Knight, and uh, but then he made Batman versus Superman. So. And he did Terminator <laughs> Dark Fate. So, dude, you, he kind of peaked too soon. But I think he just really <laughs> had a, night, a vision for, like, this really dark version of Batman. And, and he stuck with that. Because there's a lot of writers on each of those. Um, you know, Blade is based off of a comic book. I, you know, I, I never right. read the comic book. I don't know I, I, how yeah. popular the comic book is. Um, but I imagine it's pretty popular. And I'm pretty excited to see what Kevin Feige does. Um, yeah. It's
0: awesome source material that isn't um, necessarily executed exceptionally. In, in yeah, the movie. I mean,
1: I just wonder when this came out for people. Were they like, "Oh yeah, this is exactly what Blade was like for me. I fucking love it." My my suspicion is, yeah, a lot of people did. I think for a lot of people, you know, myself included, I watch it and I'm like. Really like why would anyone be that obsessed with this? This isn't like amazing. Um, it's fun, but it I don't know uh, My, see what I think happened there
0: is that it is um, it's it's a good enough concept and an interesting enough uh, like like everyone likes vampires. so it's an interesting enough different enough take on especially for 1998 on what vampires are. That even if you don't know about the comics, you don't know who Blade is, you don't know anything about the source material, in 1998, you probably really enjoy Blade. Yeah. Because it's so different.
1: I also wonder if you would have things like uh, the way that True Blood deals with the sexuality of vampires is so similar to Blade. Like when Stephen Dor- when Deacon comes upstairs and, and, um, The cop comes over to let him know that Blade, like, fucked his shit up, and he just, like, sinks <laughs> his teeth into the cop, and then that girl's, like, sucking the blood off his tongue. I was like, dude, this is as uncomfortable as I was <laughs> dude, watching so any good. episode of True Blood, because that show is for absolute fucking creeps.
0: Again, um, I'm going to pause us and bring up something that I think is so funny about Blade. Yeah. There's a part where they're talking, the vampire council is talking about how they don't like Deacon Frost. Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's just flaunt. Like, we got to be, we got to be hidden. We're like the Illuminati, but we're vampires. We drink people's blood and we live forever, dude. And then (laughs) that scene happens like toward the middle-ish of the movie. And then you're, then you kind of think about like, oh yeah, he does kind of flaunt it. And then you're like, wait, he doesn't just flaunt it. One of the first scenes is a rave that he organizes, yeah, and they literally rain
1: gallons blood, and then and it, and gallons the, and the of blood. DJ has a huge sign behind him that's like "Let them eat blood" or something. I don't know what it says. It's so dumb, <laughs> dude. I gotta say, for me, <laughs> the they...
0: Vampire Council restrains
1: their anger so well. Oh, if they are aw-
0: if they are aware of the literal bloodbath
1: well they said well they were like you and your fucking clubs and stuff you're a disgrace <laughs> Dude, to us yeah and it's but like, like
0: i feel like that's not a strong enough reaction
1: who yeah, cleaned that
0: not. mess up Dude, did they all just disgusting. like disgusting did they all just zamboni the ground and like drink all the Dude, blood I, so I, like...
1: let's get that scene where they do that i mean <laughs> yeah. well I, I guess it, it became like a police uh crime scene after that but did the police samboni the ground? So I wonder, okay. you know, for me, like, I don't know how much this adds to the source material. I don't know how original it is, like, in concept and, like, how much it stands out in its genre. But So I'm just going to go with a four because I think that I it, it does just enough.
0: Right. And the reason I go four is <clears throat> that question I always forget for this category, which is, like, did it need to be made? And I think, yeah, you, you need to make Blade.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Oh, definitely. I don't think I don't think you need to make Blade in 1998. I think you need to make Blade now, like you said with Kevin Feige. I mean, Feige, it's going to be but... so
1: interesting how they fit Blade into MCU. It, because by fitting him into that, we are now introducing that vampires are in this world, too. It's like as if the fucking aliens raining down on, on New York City and Wakanda weren't <laughs> enough. We're just going to like... You know, there's also, a, there's, there's a, a vampire lot of empire Illuminati in the world. <laughs> too. Yeah, down, downstairs. Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. So, I, I'm going to go with the four. Um, I might, I'm just going to knock Underworld a little bit because I do think like Blade, like I feel like Underworld took a little bit from Blade um, and things before it. And it's been known to be pretty derivative. So, I'm going to go with the three there. Um, let's finish out with Legacy then. Uh, legacy is where we talk about the lasting legacy of these, like how they were talked about, how they've been talked about, how they held up over time. Because uh, these are both from a pretty silly period of time um, about 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess since we were on Blade, uh, just it's so interesting how similar, uh, how similar. Uh, the the scores or the like ratings for these two movies are cuz they're almost identical with blade getting just the slightest edge critically and by audience so yeah. it's 7.1 for blade for IMDB versus 7.0 for <laughs> underworld it's 45 metacritic for blade and it's 44 for uh, wow. underworld which is just wild, and then Blade has the edge with uh, critics on Rotten Tomatoes. There's just mo- more of them liked it, and I could see that because it's a goofier movie, and it, they go a little lighter on that. Whereas yeah. they they definitely, if a movie takes itself too seriously, that's you know that's its thing. So fifty six percent Rotten Tomatoes, and I think it's like forty four percent. That's where it had a big edge uh, for critics, yeah. but. The fucking audience score is like 78% to 79% with uh, Underworld, I think, with the edge there. So, I mean, these movies were received kind of similarly. This was a bigger studio movie, uh, $45 million budget, and it made $131 million. Um, It did spawn two sequels uh, to varying degrees of success, but, you know, it was pretty popular. So the director of this, I want to talk about this. Steve Norrington made four movies. He's a director who's made four movies. His last movie was the league of extraordinary gentlemen, which is very long time ago. And it famously ended Sean Connery. Uh, may he rest in peace (laughs) is career. And I don't know who, who fucked with who more because they famously got in a lot of fights on set. And my theory is that Steve Norrington was because I, I read something that like someone got from like an interview that he was like, I'm done making movies after this because he was just so angry about it. Whereas I know Sean Connery was just so mad at himself that he stopped doing it. But uh there's this <laughs> like whole, I'm
0: too old for this shit.
1: On his Wikipedia page for Steve Norrington, there's like this whole section that's like all these unreleased or or un unmade I guess uh reboots he was like supposed to be in charge of all these different reboots because of what he did with Blade and he just never fucking did any of them and then in 2018 Steven Dorff was like yeah me and him are working on something it's going to be sick I'm like no one's heard of that movie since so very bizarre <laughs> um but people, people love this movie. Um, I think personally, it aged pretty poorly over time. Uh, you know, yeah, with the eye great. candy and stuff. Um, but I, I was never really into it, and other people were. And I think that just by nature of the fact that you know something like Underworld copied a little bit from it, I think that really helps it. So I'm at like a, a five or six. Maybe yeah, I'm gonna go with five. Six is absurd.
0: I went six.
1: Okay explain
0: because you've got sequels you've got reboot a lot of it is because it's a comic and it's in the mcu so it it gets that boost yeah but but also i mean you, you know what everyone knows what blade is like it, yeah. we haven't talked about this yet but i mean you get an african-american lead actor playing a vampire yeah when, when does that
1: ever happen no it's not even just like when does that ever happen this happened in 1998 which is yeah. more shocking you know
0: yeah that's huge that's a big deal and and Wesley Snipes crushes it yeah i mean he's not like he doesn't ha- again like we talked about it's not like you gave him like hamlet soliloquies here he's he's just jacked and beefy and kicking all the ass yeah and he's he's just cool He just exudes cool and you you get a, you get an African-American superhero in 1998. Yeah. That's a big deal.
1: I think. No, no, it definitely, no, it definitely is. And I, objectively that's, that's all there. I guess like the, the only thing that holding me back is subjectively, I don't think it aged very well. And I, and I also just was never into it. And, I also just like I'm thinking like in the history of like action movies and absurd movies is this really like one of the greats you know we did like I would say something like that is even dumber like Predator is way more famous for for what it is you know but that's I, true I might I might just go with but what about in terms of vampire movies In terms of vampire movies like I mean Underworld is my favorite of the vampire movies, but that's not saying much because I don't think vampire movies are very fucking good. No. And that's why I'm so curious about the MCU version of Blade because I'm like, oh, maybe this will be a good one. Yeah. I, I don't know what the other vampire movies are because like Van Helsing for sure isn't up there. N- and, not great. Uh, Which, I forgot Kate Beckinsale is in that movie, too.
0: She is. She's the opposite of her character in Underworld
1: in that movie. I forgot that Hugh Jackman did Van Helsing. He is Van Helsing. (laughs) Exactly. It's so wild to me. Um, Yeah, I I, I guess I can go with a six. You don't have Um, to. Yeah, I'm going to go go with with a five. five, I think I'm going to go with a five because I'm also going to give... I'm giving Underworld a five, and... Um, You know, we talked about how they were critically and, you know, audience received pretty similarly. I think Blade is more famous, but I do wonder if Blade was more like was famous because of the comics, you know, like if that helped its legacy to a certain extent. Yeah, definitely. So you went Underworld 5? Well, the craziest thing about Underworld is Underworld has three sequels and a prequel. And I'm not saying any of those are very good, although I kind of like the ending of the second one. Um they're not great, but they kept fucking churning these out it's they like did Resident and Evil. it's an
0: original story it's I mean, and it's... it's
1: original story that took it and it wasn't they didn't go into this thinking it was going to be some big movie it was a studio movie, but it was like a twenty two million dollar budget for for and it made ninety five million which isn't a lot, but no one expected it to make a lot. It was this yeah. weird surprise hit, and it's so bizarre that it has all these uh sequels um I love this movie. And for me, this is why, like, subjectively, like, I, I, I want to be as objective as possible about Blade, j- because just because I didn't watch it doesn't mean everyone else didn't watch it. I know everyone did. But for Underworld, and and Carter, my friend Carter is a lot like this, uh, like, it's just one of those guilty rewatch pleasures, you know? It's It's so, like, specifically... Dark and kind of cool, but not great. That I just I enjoyed watching it for a while. So I also think, like, you know, in terms of my interest in it, it definitely dropped. And I know you were like waiting for me to rewatch and and seeing if if I ended up not liking it because you because you just came out strongly like, dude, fuck that movie for being too serious. Uh, or be, or do, taking itself too seriously.
0: It bothers me that it takes
1: itself so seriously and it's so stupid. But this but movie, I mean... fine. This movie started my love for Kate Beckinsale and, like, that's its legacy.
0: <laughs> it started everyone's love for Kate Beckinsale. I went also with a five. Okay. You gotta give credit where credit is due. Um, and I think that it's impressive that this movie uh, spawned all those sequels slash prequels and, and just kind of came out of nowhere to be this thing that everyone knows about and it's like uh it's just like a weird just one of those weird movies that's like how did it how did it get to be what it is and it's, it's like so it, insane. it's a myriad of different factors it's Kate Beckinsale just giving the performance that she does and looking like she does
1: oh and, and uh, don't get started with me now she ate
0: just like chicken and cabbage though to like squeeze into that Skin suit. Hey, whatever she did worked. Okay, dude. It's just that's kind of sad, but
1: it uh, is kind of sad. <laughs> but I mean, like it, fucking you gotta Christian give credit for this, Fucking ate like a can. No, no, no. Uh, Michael uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, but that wasn't because
0: they were trying to squeeze him into a skin tight leather suit.
1: No, he did out- to look hot as shit. Oh, I mean, there's a disturbing amount of like sexism and misogyny and and horribleness to that. Um, yeah. I just realized we're both wearing our grad school sweaters right now oh sick we're super smart uh and we know a lot about movies uh I also like i, <laughs> I do want to say again underworld i I was actually expecting underworld to visually look really stupid over time, and it it kind of held up and I was surprised it's not that it does old. it's not that old, but it sixteen years is kind of a while um, no
0: to have dude a decent werewolf. What I wouldn't give for a decent werewolf I know, man. What a fucking
1: disaster the Wolfman was with uh, Benicio Del Toro. Uh, what Jeez, a joke. Dude. Uh dude. Okay, uh, Nick, have you added up our scores? I did,
0: and very surprisingly. Oh, sick. Let's go. Underworld won. Yes! 40 mm. to 37. Blade did not uh, score well here
1: as wow. well as I thought it would interesting i uh i kind of thought either it was going to be a tie or blade was going to go higher and i even dropped a lot of my underworld scores from what i had originally but i think i was still just like i was just consistently kind of blade was you know someone I think be...
0: listening to this should go back and re-add these for me
1: it's possible that it might be off and it actually could be a tie because there's i don't think it's going to be a tie but i think it might be off. slightly closer it's well, what 30... did underworld get
0: it was thirty seven to forty. Underworld had forty, Blade at thirty seven. Okay. Yeah.
1: And for everyone listening that's a huge fan of either of these, we're really sorry that we're pretty fucking critical, but uh I don't think it's know.
0: I don't think we were that mean, dude. I
1: don't think the, so either. Come on, the they're lowest scores movies, yeah. we
0: yeah, we gave it credit. We're crazy. I mean, there are
1: no Lucies. Um we're well, not as bad as Let's Lucy. give out some awards then very quickly. Uh what's sure. the whole accolade section? Uh, who won these movies? Who's the MVP? Vampires. I actually think hybrids won. Priuses, mostly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, hybrids, dude. Fucking Blade and Michael Corvin. I guess. Okay, that's fine. Vampires. I don't know if they fully won because like a fuck ton of vampires get killed in Blade. Like, if you count up the vampire that's deaths, it's true. it's a lot. Um, but they're really, there's a lot of them. And it's more of the human side of Blade that really, like, wins, you know? Humans, That's They find true. a way. Uh, yes. Okay, LVP. Unfortunately, we this. do. LVP, I think the loser of these movies is the idea. Donald our, Logue, Me Too,
0: podcast. No, I think it's ahead.
1: the human, like, human, human beings' preparation for secret societies of vampires is, like, a big loser, because I think we're going to fucking, like, we would die immediately. Like we are not prepared. These guys are like fully prepared for centuries.
0: We're not ready for the deep, the deep state. Hey, all you conspiracy theorists, the deep state—it's vampires. Also, you boomers.
1: Boomers lost these. The the vampire equivalent of boomers. The the elders uh, <laughs> lost in both of these movies. So, okay, boomers, or the greatest generation. Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> would have uh, been great
0: if Kate Beckinsale's. Final line to Victor was okay, Boomer, and then his head
1: that would be sort great. of fell, and then she like off. puts the sword up, and then it slides off. That's the yes. only part that the CGI looks really stupid. His brain just is not like really it's a brain. not.
0: It's not that cool. It's just like it,
1: a bowl of pink. I stuff. couldn't tell if it was supposed to be funny or not. I think it's pretty fucking funny. It, it's just so ridiculous.
0: Oh, I forgot to talk about some... Okay, let's continue. Maybe I can work it in.
1: Well, uh, Six-man player who did the... Or person who did the most with the least. I Blade's mom. Point. Oh, yeah. Interesting. She was good. She's good. And why is she so hot? She is really hot when, when they show her at the end. She's hotter than the main girl in Blade.
0: She's way hotter. I am And she's um, way way too sexual one. to her own son Ir- what Irvin, is up
1: Irvin, uh, Ir- Irwin Irwin L- Leder the guy who plays the doctor for the Lichens in Underworld is so good oh yeah in his role for a very short period of time he's a very famous Austrian actor he was in the really the uh, hmm. war movie Das Boot the, like, is movie. he
0: also a Lycan I can't tell because
1: he never f- yeah. changes. I don't think he is. I think he just works with them. I mean, Michael he, Sheen
0: almost he never has changes. That, like
1: he has that, like such a famous scientist, evil scientist voice. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, nice comeback one. player of the year. Who player who grew the most, or, or person who grew the most over time? So it could be the performance or character or whatever. I already gave this one away. It's Michael Sheen for me. Interesting, because mine is actually Michael Corbin. Because he's so, and it's the character. It's not Scott Speedman. It's the character is like such a nothing for almost the entire movie, and then he is the most badass in the end because he's a hybrid. I guess I don't really love the way he looks at the end, like he's the just design like a of dark black, like molding person.
0: Yeah, he just looks like moldy bread, but a person, in his and ribs he has like gills
1: weird. almost. Yeah, yeah, his gills are really weird. He's like I the I deep think yours, yours from is the, better, the boys. Yours He's is the better. He's the deep from
0: boy. the boys meets a uh, moldy toast.
1: Ew! God damn it! Uh, I just hate when toast gets moldy or bread gets moldy. So I'm just that yeah. Image is
0: everyone does. Hey, right. if you like it Cy when Young bread World. gets moldy.
1: Email us. We finally have a good person for the Cy Young Award. The player who's who's throwing the most heat. It is Donald Lok. It's yeah, okay. and that's what you hate about him. But he yeah. is he's firing on all cylinders. He's, he's fucking yeah. absurd in this movie. He, he invented more cylinders to fire on. <laughs> dude, seriously, he's like a fucking ten piston. That's I don't know. I don't know engines. I'm that. so dumb. Dude. We don't know engines. We don't know uh, guns. What's your all star team? Or what's our all-star team? Oof! I think Bill Nye has to be in there.
0: I think so too. So you got to go Victor, for Kate sure. You got to go Celine. Yeah. yeah. You got to go Blade.
1: Uh, int- yeah. I might go. I I probably would go Blade. Chris Christopherson for sure as Whistler. Mm. No, he's a fringe. But Stephen Dorf. I De- You got to go Deacon for sure. Frost. Yeah. So it's Chris Christopherson or. Because uh, we got f- well, oh, it's no. definitely not going to be Scott Speedman for you. It's not going to be Donald Logue for you. It's not going to be. um uh, Is my Michael Sheen like? Is he good enough to be on a? Dude, I team? really think that the twist that
0: he's not
1: a, a bad, bad guy is cool.
0: It's cool, but it's it's not that cool because it's like glossed over in the movie. It's just not yeah. that impactful of a moment for the audience. I it's think just so weird the, that they I spoon think he plays feed that part you. Well, I think he his does.
1: vulnerability is really cool in that scene that he's able to flip it um, because he's so evil in the scene where or he's so evil looking when he chases after them. Uh, with the car and yeah. it just like allows them to flip. I, I
0: will give it to, I will give the, the, the fifth spot to, to Michael Sheen, to, to Lucy. Okay.
1: All right. I think that's fair.
0: Um, so, who, so wait, who do we have then? So so Victor, Celine, Bill Night, yeah. Deacon Frost, and, yeah. and, uh, um, Lucian. Lucian.
1: That's, that's right. Okay. That works. Uh, we should come up with some more awards, like some weird ones. We should also do. We have these ideas where we were like, we should Thrones it, where we rush an ending like Game of Thrones. Uh, oh yeah. It. We should do like, would this movie be better? I if forgot Tommy, about that. Yeah. What would this movie be like if Tommy Wiseau directed it? <laughs> um, uh, I have a few others, but we should bring a, bring in some new ones. We're gonna we're gonna. Amps Blade would have guys. been all of the exact same lines
0: except for delivered much poor much more oh, poorly. Oh, Way worse. Because the lines be... aren't good. And the so casting of Chris like...
1: Christofferson would have been the funniest one because it would have yes. been just like the worst old actor. It'd be <laughs> uh it would be like the guy, even though he's a famous actor, it'd be like the guy who's in a hobo with a shotgun playing the character <laughs> the hobo with a shotgun.
0: <laughs> but but blade's but Blade's like weapon daddy.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, next week, I don't know what we're doing, uh, but we'll we'll figure Uh-oh. it out. Uh, but we got some Christmas episodes after that. Yes. But you guys, sh- do you have any recommendations?
0: Yes. Oh, man. Oh, there's a series of vampire movies I couldn't remember the name of. Hold on.
1: I guess I recommend The Witcher. I I don't know if The Witcher really places in here, but I do think The Witcher's a pretty cool show and I like the way they handle monsters and stuff. It kinda has like the same energy as like Underworld, but it doesn't take itself seriously.
0: Twilight. That was the se- that was oh. the series I couldn't think <laughs> of. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was great. I thought you were actually searching for something. Uh no. Good joke, Nick. All right. You guys should follow us on social media. Uh, hit us up on Instagram. If you if our podcast came up in your uh, most played podcast, let us know. We'll post about it. Uh, uh, we're on Instagram. Just look up Facing Off Pod. We're also on Twitter. Just look up Facing Off Pod. Send us emails. Uh, we got such a great email from my mom's friend, uh, Jeff. And, and uh, if you want to let us know how much cooler I am and how Perfect, I am at what I do on this podcast, and let Nick know that he's like almost there, he's almost my equal. Um, Please send those emails, we'd love to see them. Facing off podcast at gmail.com. Nick, do you have a send off? Some motherfuckers are always trying to isolate uphill. Are you kidding me? This is the first time. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs)